securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. You work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here are Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supal. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall. He is the Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. He is the author of the book, Keep What's Yours, How to Leverage the New Tax Law to Create Unfair Advantage over your competition. That's Jeff Zufall. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Thank you. And I got to ask you, with, with all the things on the horizon, you know, you've said multiple times on this show, on these airwaves, that whoever wins the election yes. gets to reset the tax law. So yes. what Trump did, um, you know, all the, the Republicans rallied around and, and got Trump elected in 2016 mm-hmm. and they promptly got to work on a tax break yes um and those are the trump tax cuts trump's tax cuts uh i don't know what officially they call them you know it obamacare has, has a real name exactly well trump's has a couple different uh tax cuts that are in there um but they sunset in 2025 so the issue and i won't say issue, the election is is november of 24 so and then a month and a half later, all they sunset, New they Year's revert Eve, back to Jan- 2019 yeah. tax law. Okay. Um, so what will take place is whoever wins that election, whether that was done by, you know, political design, um, it's not a choice to go in there and mess with the tax law. It's, it's by, they have to, they don't have any choice. They have to, otherwise we revert back to 2019 tax laws and nobody's going to like them. Right. So whoever wins the election literally will get um, that'd be one of their first topics of a of you know they don't take pos- they don't take possession of the office until January but they're going to have to go to work quick and when we um, say um, whoever wins the election are we talking the White House are we talking the House are we talking the Senate White House typically um, really? as long as they could get their bills pushed through you know through the you know Senate and House and all that fun stuff so literally that's the kicker whoever wins gets to reset it and it's not by choice it's by uh, action that they have to just because they don't want those tax laws to revert back to, you know, old, old tax laws. Yeah. Well, that is, you know, that's frightening. Very. You know, as if we didn't have <laughs> enough to worry about. And again, not, not to be naive, um, whether it's Republican or Democrat, they're going to have to raise taxes. I mean, they're going to have to with the debt that we sit with today. Um, we had a, a wild debt run and up to 20 when COVID hit. Um, Republicans spent some money, Democrats spent some money, and we added, I think, combined seven point something trillion dollars to the debt. Um, and you go, is that sustainable? And I mean, mathematically, no, it's not. So it's not that the U.S. is going to say, oh, we default one day. It's just they raise taxes to offset expenses. Yeah. Easiest way to explain it. So that's a coming. It's a coming. <laughs> so be be prepared for that, and yes. that, you know. And well, how do I be prepared for for tax increases? Well, 
you talk to someone about exactly. it. Exactly. Um, there'll be a whole revamp um, probably spring of 25. Um, and, and the bad part about that is you start to put something together to plan one direction, not knowing where they're going to go. And then in spring of 25, they say, here's our new tax laws. Yeah. Um, so you may have to zig and zag in 25. So what should I do until then? Continue doing exactly what you're doing. Just stay um, the course. Stay the course because everything's the same for 23 and 24, other than some adjustments, you know, like increases and in contributions to retirement plans and so on. But nothing really, I say, changes um, until 25. And that's when the big one will hit. And that's that, you know, the image I have in my mind is everyone is out on New Year's Eve celebrating with their hats and the, the, the glasses that say 2025 <laughs> on them. Uh, and Jeff is in his office, you know, in a unfortunately, I wish that was shirt be the and tie <laughs> with a pen ready to go for 2025 to hit and boom off to the races. Yes. But it's probably, you know, will these tax plans be announced ahead of time? No. Will they tell us what they want to do and we can vote? Maybe maybe in the elections they'll say, oh, we're going to do this or, you know, we're going to buy you a new car, you know, stuff like that. But they may hint at it. Um, but when I say rubber meets the road, they probably will not say a word and it will be, I don't want to say after the fact, but if you don't take possession of the office until what, January 11th or something like that or 10th. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Inauguration days, not exactly. even until like the 20th or, or something. 20th. Yeah. Um, so you're not even in office till the end, middle to the end of January. And for me, uh, as a, as an individual taxpayer, um, you know, April 15th comes around and I just pay my taxes according to the previous year's tax law. Exactly. So it really wouldn't affect us until... It, it wouldn't, other than if you're planning for something. In 25, it may change uh, mid-year by the time that they put it out. Um, one of the worst jobs, honestly, is to be a computer programmer for tax software. Um, trying to figure out, hey, here's the law. How do we apply this to you know a piece of software that makes it work right? Yeah. So I would not want that job. We need a, a, a drop down <laughs> bubble. Yes. For this <laughs> five more for that. Yeah. And two over here. And well, that's yeah. that's interesting. And you know, I, I don't want to say, oh, we don't have to worry about that until you know, no, you, April sixteenth, twenty twenty six. Maybe huge that you have huge issues that you need to get ahead of in 2025. And even if they don't take effect until halfway through the year, this is what we always say on the show. Keep what's yours on every week. Jeff Zufall is on with Wendy and Jennifer all the time. We talk about them in the Heidi show. Yes. You know, we Jeff wants you to look at your paycheck stub every time you get paid. Yeah. Seriously. You know, that's a taxable event. Every time. <laughs> and you can make adjustments. We're even in September. Well, we still have a quarter left exactly. of this calendar year. Don't just hang it up and yeah. say, oh, most of the year's over. I'm no. not going to worry about it. You know, that's that's the issue is most people will stick their head in the sand, not worry about it, and just say, eh, I'll do it next year. But the hardest part is getting to the point of picking up the phone to call to say, hey, I need to talk to you. Um, and then, I mean, even in that situation, we could do it by a phone call. We could do a mm -hmm. Zoom call. Um, sit down, you know, uh, it just depends upon what floats your boat. So, uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's already September. What's done is done. Yeah. And yeah. Well, if you make $100,000 a year and we're in the fourth quarter, 
that's still twenty five grand. Exactly. And if there's a way to save five percent in taxes off of that twenty five grand, you know, I'm well not good at math. It. Yep. But you know, <laughs> that's a couple thousand dollars. Exactly. So don't just hang it up already and say what's done is done. Yeah. No. And uh, don't think that uh, well they're not going to come out with their new tax laws until July. Well, you still got half a year. Half a year of paying those taxes, yeah. or what we suppose is to not pay them. Yeah. Legally. Legally. To keep more of what's <laughs> yours, use the tax code to your advantage, and uh, that was a really, really long question uh, or lead up to this question, Jeff. <laughs> Are you going to have to rewrite the book? More than, li- more than likely. I would say that there will be a uh, Keep What's Yours version 2 um, sometime in 25. So um, once the new tax laws come out, I mean, this the book I'm holding in my hand, let's hope it doesn't come to this, but, you know, Half it's, the pages could be ripped Exactly, out. exactly. It would be outdated for adjustments that they make. And there's all kinds of weird, I say little one-offs that they could toss into the tax law to squeeze $50 here out of us, you know, or, or add this or do that or take deductions away. Um, I mean, the, the easy one is the charitable contribution. You got to, today, you have to file a Schedule A, itemize your deductions. 95% of America cannot hit that number, and the married filing joint is like $28,000, basically. Um, in 20 and 21, they gave us 300 and 600 and charitable contributions. Just non-itemized, just boom, here you go. So that that's a perk, in a sense, that helps us. And yeah, it's you know, minimal tax dollars you're savings, but still every dollar counts. So. It, it really does. Yeah. And, and add it up, you make $100,000 and you're able to find, you know, 5% tax savings. Exactly. That's five grand. Exactly. You know, even that's even math I can do. Yes. <laughs> if you're not doing anything, then you're paying the full amount. Five grand too much, yeah. <laughs> and you're paying five grand more than what you legally have to. Yes. How do we find out what's in the tax code? Well, you can either sit down and read it yes what it's it's seven bibles worth yes it's huge and 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 i'll say three quarters of it doesn't apply to you it applies to special circumstances corporations partnerships um the individual side is is a small sliver yeah Uh, let me just get the tax code out here and i'll go to the index and go to gilbert (laughs) j oh it's on page you know eighteen thousand and then to, this pertains to you, Josh Gilbert. No. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's not the way that it, it works. And and God love them. Uh, they'll never work it that way. No, never. And, and they came up. Trump did come up with this idea. I remember he held up the little postcard and he said, yeah. this, is your, this is your tax form next year. And everybody applauded. Yeah. And it never happened. Never, it actually got more complex because of the tax cuts and adjustments. <laughs> so it's it's like you know I, I've heard stories that over in Japan they you know they do their taxes your taxes for you yeah. you know and they send you a card and you, they say you owe this yeah well that's great but we've got uh, you know huge tax companies in in this well the country. lobbyist is huge in this industry you know um, I don't think that'll ever go to a flat tax. I don't think it'll ever just go to, hey, the government's going to do it for you. Um, and there, then I say this, the rumblings are um, a couple of, I'll say, the, the online um, computer companies that do tax returns um, got sued, uh, aggressively sued by the U.S. government because they buried their free sections of the software on a website that you could never find, even though they said free, 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 free. 
<clears throat> didn't exist. You couldn't find it. So now the IRS has created, I think this year will be the first year, their own software. So you could do it online. Oh, I file my taxes, uh, not with TurboTax exactly. or whatever. But you're going to file it directly with the IRS. IRS.gov. You have to have, I don't know what the requirements are, like 50000 or less. And basically you got to have a W-2 and that's it. If you have anything else, they won't allow it to, to take place. But what people are saying is you cannot be the judge, jury, and executioner. Um, you can't be the taxing authority, and the taxing authority make the software and enforce the taxes. Um, people are having an issue with this. Whereas if it's a third party creating it, they're going to help you and say, hey, here's stuff that, you know, it'll ask you, hey, would you like to save on your taxes? Well, everybody's going to answer uh, yes. <laughs> where's that bubble so, for no? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they're saying is, <clears throat> this is the first step of the IRS stepping out there saying, hey, look, you know, we can do all this online, no questions asked. But at the end of the day, the lobbyists are so big that it'll never, never go through. I mean, there are companies, they're sole existent, billion dollar companies, their sole existence exactly. is to, to make tax the tax code too hard <clears throat> yes. for us to do our own taxes. To understand or realize where all the little pieces of it are. And I'll be the first person to say, if they made that postcard and they sent me a letter that said, Josh, this is what you owe us in taxes, pay us, uh, Jeff would be, you know, oh, yeah. half of his business. Exactly. Would, be, would go poof. Would go poof. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think we would both be fine if that happened. But in the meantime, you do need some help. Oh, so yeah. that's why Jeff, Jeff is here for you in the meantime. Yes. But the reality is. It's, ne it's never going to happen it's in this country. It's not going to. Not here. Uh, too much money to be made. Way too much. Um, so in the meantime and for now and in perpetuity, Jeff is here to help you do your taxes and yes. find the savings where they can. Uh, keep What's Yours. That's the name of the game, the name of the book. That's going to have to be updated here in a couple of years. <laughs> and the name of the show that we do every week. If you need help with your taxes, that's what Jeff does. 636-394-5524. He's also the wealth advisor, and full disclosure, he's my wealth advisor. So when's the last time you talked to someone about your taxes? When's the last time you talked to somebody about your retirement and your financials? Uh, who's got that? Yes. You know, you just told me a story before we got on that someone was having trouble just logging into <laughs> their retirement account. Yeah. Well, I mean, when's the last time you looked at it? Exactly. That was my question. first question. <laughs> you have it. it taken out of your paycheck, socked away. You know, sometimes I'll look at my, my stock apps on my phone and just say, I wonder how it's doing. Yeah. Um, but I never really go into it and, and, and say, see historically what did it do the last week, the last six months, the last month, you know, year, year to date. And do you, do you say, I mean, I've heard some people say, but does Jeff Zufall say, uh, don't look at it? Um, I, yeah, I mean, it, you don't want to look at it on a consistent basis. It will drive you nuts because right. one day you make a ton of money, the next day you give it all back. And you're like, wait a minute, there's nothing out there that I see economically or that you hear that would make that a rational maneuver. And the market does not work that way. Um, the market is time is on your side. Basically, if you have the time to ride it out, you'll make money over the long term. <clears throat> but in the process, you can't um, critique it day in, day out. Just, I mean, some people love looking at it. Go, hey, I made five bucks. I made 5000 whatever. But the concept is look at quarterly statements because that gives you a 90-day run on the market. Um, you know, and you're just looking to make sure nothing, you know, you didn't, a stock didn't disappear out of your portfolio, um, you know, or anything like that that took place. So, yeah. 
so just keep an eye on it every yeah. couple of months just, just to see log in, and make sure take a that peek. it's not zero. You know, well, zero or, or all your stock went you know to, to basically to zero. Um, right. But there there's tweaks that you make once you set an asset allocation and and play. The theory is is it's just subtle little tweaks that you make to the portfolio as you go forward. And and let me ask you this: since I got you here, uh, we're going to go into commercial break, and and I think later in the show we're going to talk about the property tax freeze. Um, in St. Charles County, but I am in um, a some sort of uh, growth fund or mm-hmm. something. And I, you know, when the guy set it up for me here at, at, at work at yeah. the station, he goes, this one's pretty good. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> All right, I'll do okay. it. You know, sounds great. <laughs> um, but when I brought my stuff to you, you took a look at it and you said, oh, I know this fund. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm in it as well. Yeah. It has gone from, uh, we'll just say, 100 down to 50 uh-huh. in the course of, you know, three years when, when I bought him. Should I be worried? Because I listen, I heard you say one time, well, if it goes down, that just means that when you buy more of it, you so, can yes. get more of it. Exactly. You know? Now so, you're buying it cheaper. So if it's in a 401k or something that you are dollar cost averaging, you're putting money into on a consistent basis – and the, then that fund still meets your investment criteria on what it's trying to do over the long term, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yeah, that's all part of the game. If it drops, that's an opportunity. It's on sale. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. Um, you see, or well, maybe you don't, but your wife sees an ad, says, hey, this is on sale. She's going to go buy it. Mm-hmm. It's on sale. That's the whole point. Same thing with the stocks. Um, hypothetically, they will go on sale every once in a while. The other thing is growth kind of fell out of favor the last, I'll say, 15 months, 18 months, um, but it's coming back. So the question is, can it continue its run going forward? Uh, no different than anything in the technology or NASDAQ arena did horrible in 22. I mean, just uh, just you'd think that we went back to the Stone Ages or paper and pencil and nobody was using technology ever again. But boom, 2023, it's racing right back where it came from right so the cycles kick in and kick out and as long as you have an asset allocation and what i mean by that is you have dollars allocated to that growth fund or a technology fund or you know uh, a bond fund which is really out of favor right now um you know or something of that growth and income what it will do is over a period of time one will make money the other one will lose money but long term they'll all make money yeah so uh, the, this is why you don't want to look at it every day. Yeah, because it drives you, drive you crazy. nuts. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to sit down and reevaluate, and Jeff, I think you recommend we come and see you uh, once a quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, we become clients. You do our taxes for us. You find out where our money's at. You say, well, this is good or this is bad or maybe you should move this here or you need to be more aggressive there. And then check back in yeah. once a quarter. That's it. And uh, we do that and we say, oh, you know, I come in and I'm like – wringing my hands oh jeff my oh the the thing went down and i don't know what to do and you say well what are you in it for in the first place and if you're in it for the long haul that's exactly right then just keep at it and stop looking at it every day so we have people that again you have people that try to buy these are mutual funds or etf something you're going to buy um not that you're going to stick your head in the sand and just ignore it but you're going to buy it with a buy and hold attitude going forward and then over time you will subtly tweak it which means there may be times where it's out of favor or you have too much in that one fund. You need to add another fund, give you a little bit more diversity. And that's what we mean by tweaking it. So, 
So take a look at your stuff every once in a while. Yes. Talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about because we, you know, we don't. Yeah, I and, truly don't. And when most people look at their 401k, when they pick their allocations, they go, hey, and they look at past performance and they pick the top three funds that looked like it made the most money over the last couple of years. And it, it past performance is not indicative of future performance mm-hmm. because the market goes in cycles. So if you may pick those three funds and they're the best looking funds in there because of performance, it may be the biggest dogs over the next five years just because of what takes place. Just like my fantasy football. <laughs> um, so have someone just kind of look at it yeah. every quarter or so. Uh, you know, talk to your guy, talk to your gal. Um, and then just make sure because if you're, you know, making a lot of money, at some point, the tax man's a coming. Showing up to say, hey, give me my fair share. So. Because everything that we do, there is no such thing as a tax-free lunch. <laughs> Oh, and let's take money out of your Roth. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. But you ta- it was taxed before it. It was exactly to get it there. It had you had to pay the tax on so it. So every time you get paid, taxes come out, whether they are right off the top yes. or they're delayed. Delayed, and, yes. And you make a, the agreement with the federal government. I'll pay you later. Yep. They're coming. They they didn't haven't forgotten about you. Exactly. You know, I can move to a cabin in the woods and grow a big beard. They'll still find you. They'll <laughs> knock on my door. Hey, Josh. <laughs> you didn't change your name to Ted, did you? No, right, 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 right. Uh, did he have income? I don't know. I don't know if he did, but. <laughs> so uh, as long as something's coming in the door, it's going to be taxed. And we just want to make sure that yeah. it, it's taxed fairly and at the lowest rate legally possible. possible. Yes. And that's what Jeff can help you out with. 636-394-5524. That's Capital Advisory Group. You can find them on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. Jeff Zufall is the man. And we'll talk to him some more when we come back. Property taxes frozen. It's awesome. For people 62 and over in St. Charles County, is it going to move to the city and St. Louis County? And what does it even mean? We'll get into it Mm. in the next segment. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. We'll be right back. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on the show, back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. Really quickly, before we start talking about property taxes, because this might just explode (laughs) and take up the whole time, Teachers get educator deductions of yes. three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks, so, right off the top. So right? if you're a teacher, um, basically what they're saying is you get a three hundred dollar educator credit. Um, basically, for if and if husband and wife are both teachers, you get six hundred bucks, three hundred apiece. Um, and what it's saying is it's to help offset the expenses as an educator, professional development course fees. So if you got to go someplace, you know, and you got to put money out of pocket books and supplies so probably every teacher has minimum of 300 bucks in their classroom um if you still got to buy COVID 19 you know stuff i say uh, items you know hand wipes whatever you want to call it you know sprays that's all part of it um if you're buying computer equipment um software any services that come along with it so you go ooh, 300 bucks didn't scratch the surface of that um, if you spend more than 300 go to your administrator, get a letter. The letter would validate saying, hey, you have more than, you know, 300 you have 700 but you need a letter from your administrator, and you can take the deduction. And if your kids go into their classroom and it's the most boring classroom <laughs> in the building and there's never any Kleenex there, 
uh, that teacher just pocketed 300 bucks. 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but believe me, 300 bucks doesn't go far. It doesn't so. go far. And we know from years and years past, both my parents are teachers, that they take money out of their own pockets. Sure they do. To make to, that experience. To decorate it, to buy whatever they need to so buy. So much better the for the kids to go in there. Yes. Schools yes. never reimburse them. Nah. You know, uh, I sure hope the teachers have a great pension plan. because They do. Um, well, depends. If you're public school, yes. If you're a private school, eh, not so much. Right. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, they deserve to have the greatest life sure. after they're done working. Yes. So, uh, love the teachers here. Um, okay. Property taxes. I'm not mm. sure how they work. You know, I asked you last week, um, realized versus unrealized gains. Um, yes. Property <laughs> tax. It goes up when my house increases in value, but I didn't sell my house. No. I haven't earned anything off of this, but my taxes went up, and now I'm paying more money for a house that I've been living in for three years. Yes. That, that I, I haven't earned anything off this. There was no income that came you in. You technically haven't, but they're going off the value of the houses, so there's a lot, lot behind the scenes on that. Um, and the good news is, let's say, in your neighborhood, um, right down the street, they start building, you know, mega mansions. Um, it's going to drive the value of your property up whether you want it to or not right. by default. Um, but also, if they find dioxin on your street, um, you know, your property values are going to drop like a rock and your, uh, you know, the value goes down and the taxes go with it. If I was planning on dying in this house uh, 40 years from now. Uh-huh. I hope they find all the dioxin. You <laughs> no, know? no, no. <laughs> but we all plan to sell the house at some point. It's exactly. So it's an unrealized gain to you personally until you sell it. But right. again, on your primary residence, you've got a, a two hundred fifty or five hundred thousand dollar exclusion on the gain. So if you bought it for a hundred and sold it for two hundred, you don't pay tax on it. You just have to record it on your tax return. Um, so that you know, it closing, they give you a ten ninety nine s. But the issue with the, the real estate tax on it is every year you have to pay real estate tax. And if you look at, especially St. Louis County, you flip over your projected bill and look at the back of it. I think the biggest one in there is special school district. Um, they get a chunk of it. Then it's park, you know, Parkway or Rockwood, whatever your, your local school district is that goes into the fire districts. And then all these other things that are, that are part of the county. So... The problem is, is every year they do they base it on the value. They reassess. They're supposed to reassess every three years, but it seems like they reassess every year going forward. Uh, with the the price of houses these yeah. days just skyrocketing. There over was the something. Past couple years? What was it? There was uh, I saw something, and it said that the average value of a house um, in like the eighties was sixty thousand or something like that, and and a, and a nurse made sixty five thousand or something like that. And then they fast forward to today. That same house is now worth four hundred and fifty thousand, but that nurse only makes seventy one thousand yeah, in right. an increase in wages. So that's yes. our issue: is inflation is out there, but wages are not following suit. No, so, they're not. Um, but again, going back to this, St. Charles County has voted. So if you're over, if you live in St. Charles County or own property in St. Charles County, they're going to freeze your real estate tax where it is this year got to be over 62 originally there was an income threshold but i think that was tossed out so literally just everybody over 62 there that freezes going forward and originally the the income threshold uh, you had said something in the tune of 47,000 yeah it was like 47 originally if you um, if you earn less than that then you would qualify for the 
the freeze. So but that's that would not be for you know, the idea is well, older people they don't have income coming in; they're on fixed income. Exactly. And then <clears> you know their house doubled in value last year because. You know, the housing market is insane. Well, it's insane. So it gets reappraised in a sense or re, re, I call it reappraised by the county. The county says, oh, hey, I mean, even us, you know, you're talking double digit increases in, you know, like a 20 percent increase in your 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 tax. So if you're on fixed income, that's taken a bite out of it. So, again, here's here's another thing that's out there is this is we reference it as the circuit breaker. So this is St. Louis County, St. Charles County, St. Louis City, anywhere. The real estate tax that you pay on your state tax return, as long as you don't make more than 30000 total income, um, you'll get up to an $1,100, it's called a circuit breaker, or a credit on your real estate tax. So you'll get some money back from the state for your real estate taxes that you pay. And these things are actually out there. Yes. In, in this entire conversation, you listen to McGraw in the morning, uh, you read the Post-Dispatch, and this entire conversation, no one's brought that up. Mm -hmm. Because you need a tax guy like Jeff Zufall to catch these things yeah. for you. You know? And it's not like um, Steve Ellman out in St. Charles County yeah. is going to go door to door. And go, hey, if your income's this. You know, and yeah. again, if you rent, so let's say you're in assisted living. Um, and you pay or you have income less than twenty seven thousand dollars, <throat> um, you get a and, and your facility participates in this rental program. Um, you get to take part of the rents that you pay and you get that deduction up to eleven hundred dollars also. So there's a perk out there for basically seniors um, to get a rebate or what's referenced as a circuit breaker on what they are paying for the real estate tax. but it, but typically we see, it helps the people on fixed income, but somebody that's making 50, 60, 70 grand a year, you're locked out of that. Yeah. You can't get it. Because, you know, theoretically, you know, maybe you don't need it. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, but no. Um, right. Well, everybody wants to take advantage, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes people just don't need it. Exactly. And uh, uh, as we get into the discussion, if everybody got a tax break, then the losers would be the schools. Schools, that's the only place they get their money from um, is literally – taxing that's how it's designed so you go hey is your neighborhood going to deteriorate over time because they don't have the taxes and then the schools start to deteriorate and the younger families start to move someplace else that's a whole nother game that way out of my pay grade and that but, you do, you might want if you're concerned about your schools because yeah. you move i moved into this school district exactly. for a specific reason to send the kids there but uh, then if you you're know. worried about your schools then you got to call your your councilman exactly. and and get into all that but yeah. let's boots on the ground you know Pen and paper. Mm -hmm. um, what is the increases in my property tax year over year? What is that number even anyway? <laughs> like if they froze me, you you told me in the commercial break, two hundred fifty thousand dollar house. Let's just say five thousand dollars in yes. in property tax. As you sit today, you pay five grand a year in property tax. So if they take that house and it, let's just say it gets a ten percent increase in real estate tax. It's adding five hundred dollars to the and the next year I'm paying fifty five fifty five hundred. So that's five hundred bucks a year. Yeah. And then let's say that it goes up another ten, which we've seen this trend. The next from, year. Yeah. So then it's five hundred and fifty dollars on top of that. So now you're at six thousand and some change. So, so I went from five thousand to six thousand in the course of two years. Yes. 
So that is a pretty it's huge, big deal. Huge. If you're on fixed income, it is huge. Yeah. Um, and and we're seeing that. So you say not only the pressures of just your real estate. But this isn't tax, a month. This is per year. Well, it's it's built it basically. It's billed. St. Louis County's billed. It's due by December 31st. Have a nice day. Right. Um, they don't care. Oh, you can pay it early if you'd like, but you go a day late, they're going to ding you for whatever your outstanding balance is, and they're going you got penalties and interest going forward. When I still have a mortgage, which I do, and I probably will for the rest of my life, um, that's taken out in escrow. About 95% or, is escrowed, so they're collecting it monthly as you make the payment, and they pay it at the end of the if year. If I pay you. off my house. You still got to pay your real estate tax and insurance. But when is that assessed to me? Because well, I'm that, paying it monthly. So say in my that mortgage. yeah, you're currently you're paying. Let's say you paid your your house off this month. I'm um, paying the estimate. You you pay it off. Literally, what would take place is you would hopefully have a little bit of money that would be in escrow that they'd give back to you, but then your tax bill would be due December 31st. And that's how they do it. And that's how they one do. lump sum. Yep. Boom. Yeah. So if I pay off my house. Somebody needs to pull me aside and say, say, Josh. Set aside X per month, and it's a scary number. We were doing it yeah. monthly for you. Yeah, now, now you got to come your, up with. Yeah. You don't have a mortgage anymore, but now you got to figure got it that. out. So we have a lot of people. Here's how we tied it in. Um, required minimum distributions. So what we do is we take them out in the first part of December when they're used to pay real estate tax. That's what they're designed for. Oh, so, so if you're over 72... And that number, I think, is probably going to go up. It's actually, well, it's, right now it's there's three sets to it, which is, gets really confusing, but it is what it is. It originally was 70 and a half, then it's 72, not 73. And then in 2024, part of the Inflation Reduction Act, it pushes to 75. But if you're already taking your RMD, you're stuck. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, you know what I mean? You, you have to continue yeah. it on. But typically, you could use that RMD that you're forced to take out, use that to pay your real estate tax. So you're forced to take out money in an RMD. We talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that say, hey, I still have plenty of money in other places. I don't want to take this money out. I can survive without it. The government says, no, 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 no. We need (laughs) to tax you on it. So you have to take it. What a great idea. Take it out and pay off your property tax. Yeah, pay your and, and property tax insurance. Um, do it on an annual basis. That's kind of a – and then it's kind of a you know, forced – call it forced savings because you're forced to take the RMD, and then you have those bills and just make them uh, kind of collide together at the That's end of the year. That's a great idea. Yeah. I, I haven't even thought about that because yeah. uh, I'm not there, like I said. Exactly. I have a mortgage <laughs> for the rest Got a mortgage, of so it's every month you're paying money in. So, um, so uh, back to pen and paper. If I'm at $5,000 a year in property taxes and I'm over 72, I still owe $5,000 yeah, a year. Yeah, you still owe five grand. But yeah. they come to reassess my house. It goes up. That isn't passed on to me. Exactly. For St. Charles County right now. Yes. Only St. Charles County approved it. St. Louis County. And everyone over 62, no matter how yeah. much income they have, no, no matter how expensive yep. their house is. Yeah. It doesn't, there's no, I haven't read anything yet that says there's caveats, you know, over a million dollars or, you know, you make more than 200 grand in income. Um, But St. Louis County, it's gone before the council. It wasn't voted down, but I don't think they really kind of followed it through. Um, And then I don't think city followed it through either. It's come up in all three 
um, they haven't really pushed the issue in county or city, though. And people are going to, you know, people are probably cheering on one side of the radio. You know, we're in stereo, and on the other exactly. side, out of the right channel, <laughs> you know, people are booing and say, oh, what about the schools? School districts were having an issue with that huge issue um, because their funding will be reduced. I won't say cut. It'll be reduced because they're going to expect to get a, a, a higher piece of the, the pie next year for increases, you know, and they won't at least for that element. So if you have a high elderly population in your community, then the, the taxes are going to freeze. And I'm sure they've done the math upside down and backwards. They know exactly who's in their taxing district and so on. Um, so it, and as everything, school, running schools gets more expensive sure. year over year. Each year it does. Run the facilities, keep maintenance on the facilities. Um, you know, I mean, they don't pay property tax like we do, but – um, salaries, you know, teachers' salaries, you know, everything that takes place gets more expensive. So you can see both sides of the equation, but I think it's good at least that's the first, I say, first step in helping anybody over 62. Because if you are on a fixed, fixed income, everybody that's been to a grocery store in the last 30 days is when like wow yeah the numbers are insane i'm I mean, not on a fixed income and and you still yeah same we, here we've dipped into our savings just to, to, just to get through this yeah. and it's just like wow and the question is how long is it going to last and nobody's really given us a straight answer on that yeah. um and you say all right is it like we talk about greedflation you know where they just keep raising prices Which I, I think it is you know Procter and Gamble yeah. have admitted yeah that's that <laughs> people people didn't mind paying more so, so we, we raised the price so we raised it yeah. even more exactly so you go you know part of it is getting stuff to market you know yeah I get that you know you got the fuel charges you have you know you got to pay the truckers to get it the train service all that fun stuff so that's all part of but it just seems like the inflation in the last couple of years, ever since I'll say the mid-COVID, has gone through the roof. Where it's it's, and that's the problem the Federal Reserve's having is trying to increase interest rates and play games with the economy to slow it down, just so they can get a good handle on it. Mm-hmm. And it it's I'll say it's sort of working, but it's not a it's not completely working. Um, so there's more rate hikes probably in the horizon. Well, um, let, let's talk about that in the next segment. But okay. just to put a bow on this, as of right now, St. Charles County, if you own property and it's prime, your primary residence. Yes, primary. I don't think it's commercial real estate. Um, you can't you, go. Do you see people changing their primary residences? No, because it's the the IRS rules are two out of three years, so or two out of five years living in that address. So there's very few scenarios where they could flip flop back and forth. And make um, it work in their favor. And make it work in their favor. And usually it's detrimental to you just, you know, by flip-flopping back and forth where you have multiple properties. And, again, it depends upon what the basis is um, in those properties. So yeah. it's a it's a mathematical equation that you put to pin the paper and say, hey, it will work, or no, you cannot do that. So <laughs> I'm one of these guys that I'm saying, well, you know what? If I put my mom on yeah. my house <laughs> and this and that and then, uh, you know, Jeff's – the kind of guy that says, well, Josh, you didn't think about X, Y, exactly. Z, exactly. or W, R, There's a whole slew of them out there that will get you. <laughs> you know, and, you know, my scheme to save money yes. actually was going to cost me about, you know, three grand. Um, I've s- <laughs> yeah, I've seen where people are attempting to do that or they're like, hey, my mom moved in with me. I need it as a dependent. And they're thinking they get all this money. Um, over 17 dependent, you get 500 bucks. So, 
And again, then you have to prove to get that $500, did you pay more than 50% of their, their well-being in a sense? Um, so if they get Social Security and a pension, you can't, it's impossible to prove that. Yeah. Um, so it's a joke. And IRS can see that. They know. So, <laughs> so Josh's quick uh, get rich quick schemes yeah. <laughs> fall under scrutiny pretty quickly. Quickly. Most of the time. Uh, but that's what Jeff is here for. Hey, Josh, there's a better way. Yeah, here's the way to do it. To exactly. make some money or to save some money. And that is by adjusting your withholdings. Um, putting a little bit more money in yes. your 401k, saving money into a 529. Exactly. For your kid's education. You know, we did that with a, a flex spending account yeah, for my works son's perfect. daycare, and we're getting money back, or, or technically speaking, we're keeping, keeping money. Yes. the money. Before it even goes to the government, yes. we get to keep more of it, and they don't ask for it back. So if you want to uh, get rich quick, I don't know. Vegas. Go to Vegas. Good luck. If you want to get get richer steadily and slowly slowly over time, time, give Jeff a call. If you don't want to do anything, then just keep paying more than your fair share in taxes and call it a day. But give Jeff a call, 636-394-5524, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. It's Keep What's Yours on the radio in the book form that you can order from Jeff's website, capitaladvisorygrp.com. And in our lives, as I walk down the street, I say, how can I keep more of my money? How can I keep more of my money? Uh, Jeff can help you do that. Yes, so you can stop can. being fixated on it. Yes. <laughs> just get a plan in place. Yes. And every time you get paid, you can realize, boy, I just kept some more of my That's money. That's right. That's right. We'll be back right after this on the Big 550 KTRS. Keep What Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on the show, back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert. And Jeff, just really briefly, uh, we're going to talk inflation and see where we're at there before we close out the show. But the IRS is a coming, right? Yes, they are. Um, So long story short, with the money that the IRS got from the Inflation Reduction Act, um, and they reference it as the IRA, which is not an IRA as we think, it's just the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, Originally, there was a a tune of $80 billion that was given to the IRS over the next 10 years. When they did the debt ceiling debate um, back two months ago, three months ago, um, the IRS ended up losing $20 billion of that. So the Republicans said, yes. we want to make a deal. One of our concessions is, is... we want. Well, I think they wanted $30 billion off the table, and they settled for 20 mm-hmm. So the IRS is now sitting with $60 billion over the next 10 years as okay. it's funding. They've hired their customer service reps, um, so they have people answering the phone. We see that on a daily basis. It's awesome. Um, now what they're saying is they're going to go after these large partnerships and hedge funds and real estate partnerships. Um, and they're going to use AI to their advantage to go do this. So apparently what they're saying, and this was the first week of September, they are going after 75 of the largest partnerships out there. Um, hedge funds, real estate firms, and tax agencies are going to try to build, a, I'll say, the case um, for saying, hey, look what we can do. So who knows what the numbers looks like here shortly, but you'll probably see some press where they're like, hey, we found, you know, $100 million from these guys, you know, that they weren't paying their fair share. Um, more than likely, that's what it sounds like. But IRS is saying that anybody that makes less than four hundred grand a year, 
your audit chances stay the same. <laughs> so, well, that's to be determined. Um, right. But literally, if you make less than four hundred thousand dollars a year, we aren't going to focus go after more you. attention on yeah, you than we normally would. Yeah, but I think that's a smokescreen in a sense um, because again, low lying fruit. Um, they go after the little guy. They're, they, they're, they're saying we're going after the big tax cheats. Yeah. But what they're not saying is we're going to look at everybody. Exactly. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Anybody in the small business arena, and I say small business, partnerships, you know, S-Corps, C-Corps, all that fun stuff, they're going to go after you. Because um, that's every, they keep saying, oh, all the small businesses are tax cheats. We're going to go get some money. So if they show up to somebody that has a small business that makes fifty or seventy-five grand a year in revenue, um, they say you owe us five hundred bucks. You're write them a check for five hundred bucks. Yeah. They show up to the biggest hedge fund in the country that does you know billions of dollars in revenue. There is a floor of attorneys and accountants that will go hack their way through it to say no, we don't know it, and here's why. Yeah. And they will gladly pay that money to do that. So we we found a uh, hundred million dollars. Yeah. But it took us six years to get it, yeah, <laughs> and you know, countless lawsuits to get it. Exactly. So that's why I say I, I buy it to a degree, but I don't. Um, but it's coming. So, and they're using AI to their advantage. So, what they're saying is their systems now. They've upgraded some of their systems. They have the ability to run artificial intelligence to say, hey, does do, do something on your return stand out more or less than somebody else's? And yeah. that's hey, what they're, hey, tax bot. Yeah, exactly. I and was it, cheating on their yeah, taxes and today. It gives you a list, and they just yeah. call them, hey, you're cheating. Send us a check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, tax bot caught yeah. you. Uh, all right, and then inflation, ticking up the last two months. Yes, this is, so this we're, good. we're up 3.7. That's year over year from August, so we won't have September's numbers yet. What, what are um, we looking for? Um, we're looking for it to go down, but it's actually ticking up. To what? So, what's the, what's the well, target? The target for the Fed is 2 to 2.5%, okay. but we don't live in that realm. But the Fed does. So they're looking for 2 to 2.5 two is what they would consider normal inflation on a regular day. Um, but we're sitting at 3.7. Um, that's year over year, August from this year to August of last year. So we were at one point in time almost nine percent, nine nine six, I think. Okay. Um, but still, the numbers so three out three and there a half sounds great. Sounds to great that. compared to it, but it's still heavy duty. And, so it, and it, it was down, but then it's it gone back popped up. Popped back up. So back in the '80s, they said, "Hey, inflation's taken care of," and then three months later, it reared its head again, and they had to continue on with their uh, rate hikes, and that's how we got double-digit interest rates in the the late '70s, early '80s. When my parents bought their first house. Exactly. And again, that house back then might have been sixty grand. Today it's four hundred. You yeah. can't pay the interest. <laughs> no. So um, that's where we're sitting today. So the Fed has to get inflation under control. Um, and they and, do that they do that by raising rates. And it's gonna happen I think the next week. Next week Fed meets again. Um, they're saying another quarter point minimum. But you said that during an election year, which 2024 is, yes, so hypothetically. just in three months from now or whatever, yeah. um, they never, they don't raise or lower interest rates. Un unwritten rule that they don't um, because it will either push the current administration deeper into the hole or they'll, pull, they'll make them look yeah. great because it refines the economy and makes everything great. So hypothetically, they can't. But if the Fed's 
hand is played, they have to. They they got to do what they got to do to yeah. to keep the economy rolling. So. And you said uh, one of the reasons why inflation might be ticking up the past couple of months. OPEC announced that they were going to tighten oil yeah, production. Yeah, our, our buddies shut, um, shut the wells off. Yeah, and they pretty much capped a bunch of wells or sh- turned them off temporarily. Which, which what did that do to our gas prices? Jackson sky high. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- unfortunately, years ago we had that under control where we were a major exporter. It wasn't an issue um, because we we were exporting. Um, we were using it and exporting at the same time. Today, our wells have been shut down. Now we're at their mercy. So if they decide, hey, we're going to slow production, slow production means prices skyrocket. On everything. For everything because everything. everything has something Touched to do oil. with you know, oil. I mean, whether it's plastics, shipping, trucking, I don't care. It's It's got oil involved in it. So mm. That's wild. Uh, to think that oil is, you know, we've got the sun exactly. up ahead, and then there's <laughs> oil, you know. Yeah, and so that's it. Take your pick. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Jeff, thank you so much. You and betcha. we'll break it down even more. We'll see what the Fed uh, decides to do, and we'll see if there's any fallout over the property taxes, or if St. Louis County and St. Louis City say— Gets on board. Be hey, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll take this screaming school board. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but we want to give this to our 62-year-olds as well. So just keep it tuned here to keep what's yours every single week because you get paid all the time. Exactly. And every time you get paid, a taxable event happens. Yes. Is it in your favor or is it in the government's favor? Exactly. Hopefully with the help of Jeff Zufall, it's always in your favor. Keep what's yours. 636-394-5524. That's the number you can call. Jeff's office, get an appointment on the schedule, and you can visit them online, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.